Ooh, I could use that as a little clapper. Got that strong longero tonight. Long drink, gin and juice, boy. I'm excited. This is going to be a fun one, you guys. I got a good feeling about this one. Let's get into it. Yo, yo, yo. It's Joey Bradley. Welcome to Living for a Living, episode number 61. Living for a Living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a good one. I already know it. I'm fired up. Might try and get a little turned up while I'm doing this one, too. I was watching the Alex Jones, Andrew Schultz, Flagrant 2 yesterday. Go do yourself a favor. Go watch that. Andrew or Alex Jones. That dude is a character, and he knows a lot of crazy shit about the world and about the puppeteers and everything, and I mean, boy. But also, you can't listen to him like 100% serious, because he's he's an entertainer to a degree, but he also knows a lot of crazy shit, so go do yourself a favor. Go check that out. It's probably one of the like most things I've learned and hardest I've laughed in a while which is saying something considering what Tim Dillon is doing lately. So, yeah, boy, man, just came back from the gym and then went and got some food at my little local spot, which I'm slowly becoming a local. I got a little discount tonight because my guy Jonas was working and (laughs) I got a couple things regarding both the gym and Beers Tube is my my spot I go to. And so first I gotta we gotta touch on TikTok first and foremost. You know how I do it. I don't know what I did. I'm up to like thirty one, thirty two thousand followers at this point now. It was I think five thousand last time this week when I did this podcast. And so because I'm big especially more like on the finished tiktok i i like no and maybe i'm just being narcissistic now but i notice people noticing me and it's kind of weird i have to admit but at beers tube the spot i was eating lunch or dinner i mean i sit down and then Jonas eventually comes over and talks to me he's my guy and he's like dude i was sitting next to my bro after you sat down and he was like, hey, that guy's a celebrity. <laughs> and Jonas like, no, nah, that's just Joey. <laughs> like, you could tell he, like, relished in the fact that he got to just pretend like I was, I mean, pretend I am a fucking very normal, non-celebrity famous person. But it was just a really funny... Um interaction and just hearing oh that guy's a celebrity and because it's weird how as soon as and I'm wondering if how it's going to affect me mentally I'm going to try and talk about it constantly so it's like on my mind and then I can also go back and watch and see if there's been a shift in how I view because people look at you differently given the amount of followers you have. That's the thing I've noticed so far. I don't know if I've changed at all. I don't think I have. But the way that people then view me is affected. And I can remember this happening when I first got 
a thousand or two thousand subscribers on YouTube through the Nepal vlogs and you know, Instagram's almost at 2K, but that's simply just because of all the people I've met traveling. I've moved like 10 times. And so, but even with that, people will say like, oh, you have a lot of followers. And I can just feel this like little shift of, oh, this podcast might be legit. Or, oh, what this guy does is actually legit. You know, there's like this validation given. And I'm not saying it's right, but it's just something I've noticed so far. So I'm going to keep talking about it a little bit. And seeing how it changes over time. You guys can come along here with me. Oh, but yeah, how are you guys doing? Or how are you doing? Not you guys. I don't want to. There's like 12 of you that watch. So how are you doing? Henny, how you doing, bro? You doing all right? I hope you're doing good. Hope the new spot's treating you well. As you see, I switched up the angle. Because I got this dope wallpaper back here. And so, this is kind of like a little vibey, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, the, the Alex Jones, Andrew Schultz podcast, they end up getting fucked up. And it kind of has encouraged me to continue to drink while I do the podcast. Because by the end, you're pretty fucking loose. And when I was doing the one with Robin Skies, by the end of that one, I was a little drunk. It's, I guess, hard to do it in an hour or like a 50-minute one, but with a group, you know, that's the thing. I'm excited. I don't know when the next time I'll do one with a person live will be, but drink a little some. I guess I don't really smoke anymore, so, but depending on where and who I'm with, maybe I'll have to make a little exception and we'll roll up one time. I don't know. We'll see. I was talking... Finally talked to my boy Colin this weekend, who I talked about last episode, and it was just good to connect, and I'm looking forward to when I have him on, but he said he'll only do it when we're in person, so I don't know when exactly that'll be, but when it does, it'll be fucking dope. Just stay on the lookout for that one, but what else is on my mind? Oh, yeah, at the gym, we got another problem with the finished gyms. And I've only really noticed it here. Maybe it happens other places. But the amount of barefoot and or people not wearing shoes going on in the gym needs to stop right now. And I get it for doing squats or doing deadlifts with no shoes on. But after you get that lift in, put your fucking shoes back on. The amount of guys, it's all guys. I see at the gyms here that aren't wearing shoes, who don't, who walk into the gym with no fucking shoes on is ridiculous. I saw, there. I've seen two people fucking barefoot in the last week. That's disgusting. Put some goddamn shoes on. All right. Okay. I had to just get that out of my system because that was, uh, that's also going to be a TikTok clip for sure. Um, but yeah, it's like, I just don't get what people are thinking. Like I said, I get the deadlift and squatting without shoes on because they've read it in fucking science or workout digest or whatever. <laughs> Nobody ever thinks for themselves. Well, I saw it in that, so it has to be true. A scientist said it, so it's uh, true. And don't get me wrong, I'm not denying science, but 
this idea that scientists aren't humans themselves also and can't be can't succumb to bribery or egotism or competition or having their own biases going into an experiment in order to manipulate the and I'm not saying it happens and everything but it does fucking happen and I was actually listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with I forget what the dude's name is but he's like a futurist he's in the World Health Organization I don't really trust he sounded a little he sounded like he was trying to pretend he wasn't part of the conglomerate but really he is and they were saying the fact that basically there's heads of science departments regarding they're talking covid stuff whether it be from china whether it be the people in the who i can't fully explain what it is you need to go listen to it yourself but the summary of it was there is a main guy in charge who has a really conflict of interest in terms of the things he's involved with and so if he says one bad thing about this thing then it'll affect his other business over here and so there's these issues that happen that we just think that scientists are like robots or something and again I'm all for science. I like data. I like the objective truth. Although I do think that everyone's truth, to a degree, what they truly believe is true for themselves. But I also think there is a truly objective truth also that is like the universal truth, if you will. And so... I just, I, I, God, I say, and so a lot. I've noticed that lately when I'm editing, I say like, and so, and, um, a lot of times. So I'm going to try and get those out of my vocabulary because I, I don't want to use those shitty words because ultimately it makes people not want to listen to you. So I'm going to try really hard. If you could call me out on it. I know this would be asking a lot, but getting a like counter or something would be dope because I would really like that. <laughs> but you can't, you can only count it if I'm using it um, excessively, but you don't have to either. Also, I've been, I haven't asked for people to call in lately, but I still would really love it if you wanted to call in and do that and talk about something, whatever's on your mind. If, if something comes up that I say something that either you want me to further explain or you disagree with, or you agree with, or you've been thinking something similarly, whatever it may be, dude, I would really, really appreciate that phone call, that message, whatever it may be. Best way for voice or video message or text message would be WhatsApp, and that's plus one four two five four four three six nine two eight, or Instagram's cool too at Living for a Living, or shit now TikTok boy, your boy is famous on TikTok. <laughs> I told Colin when we were talking on the phone, I was like, bro, I'm gonna be at twenty k by the end of this week, and it's only Wednesday right now. I'm at thirty one or something. So again, I think there's some robots following me. I think it the the post that really blew it up was me talking about how the fact that 
when I will check out a video of a girl shaking her ass and I see how many followers she has and she has less followers than me, it makes me proud because essentially people want to listen to me talk more than they want to watch her shake her ass. And because I said, I said like, I check her video out for research purposes or something like that. I guess there's some anime, Naruto, where some guy, Jiraiya, I don't even know who it is. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't even know how to spell it. But he says the exact same thing. And so a lot of the accounts that have followed me are anime profile pictures. And so it was just the perfect storm of a good funny video, a good premise, an inside joke or two, a couple things to get people to comment on that blew it up because it's at over 500, 600 views right now. And the thing with that is it has over 100,000 or maybe 200,000 likes. And so the ratio of view to like is insane. And I've never had anything like that. I had one video go viral like this time last year where I said I thought the George Floyd thing was a setup, which speaking of the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin or whatever is on trial right now, I'm sure that's going to tr- cause some controversy. Just when you, we needed a little bit of race relations and race war incitement from the media, Ba-ba, here you go, motherfucker. But on that one, it had a ton of comments, not a ton of likes, because what I was saying was a little bit conspiratorial. But also a little true, I think. A little bit. I've got my notes right here. Oh, you can't see them on the screen. But what else? I, I got to be honest, and I was talking with Colin about it, and he has a little bit more reason to than I do. But it was really good to hear someone else feel the same, especially a guy and a friend like Colin that I respect a ton who's also one of the more positive, universe-friendly kind of people that I know. But, dude, I've been fucking angry the last, I don't know how long. I can't pinpoint it exactly. But I have to admit, to a degree, I've been pretty fucking angry. And... He said the same, a similar thing. I don't, I don't want to get into exactly our phone conversation because um, it's private. But just speaking for myself, I've been super angry at a little bit of everything from, I don't know if the mic just caught that. I farted. Sorry. I guess my stomach's been angry. (laughs) But no, in all seriousness, I've been angry at, first and foremost, people, man. And just the amount of insanity or the amount of craziness I don't know what the right word to exactly say it is. I've been angry at the fact that people can be so manipulated and have no clue, 
even though it's right in people's faces and it's so obvious, yet they just fall trapped to it over and over and over again. And so that's where I'm like starting to be angry at. And I think that carries forward a lot because even here in Finland, I've said there's common sense here. There's still, there's stupid people everywhere, bro. I mean, everywhere, including here. There is common sense here, but it's still, common sense is going out of style. And I think, I mean, I'll see people here driving in their cars with no, with a mask on still. I'll see people biking completely by themselves, walking down the street completely by themselves with a mask on. And there's been like 400 cases here total. And someone's going to say, well, that's because they're wearing the mask. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, all right. I'm not going to argue. Because as the great Jay-Z said in a line, is a wise man once told me, don't argue with fools. Because people from a distance can't tell who is who. And so I'm staying out of all fucking drama. I don't even want to really give my opinion to somebody, even if they ask me anymore. Because I don't even know if people really give a fuck. They just want to hear someone else so that they can then spout their opinion. And so, like a normal civilized person in 2021 these days, I give my opinion to a fucking camera so that if you really want to pay attention and really know what the fuck I'm thinking, you log on to YouTube, you hit Spotify, and you come check it out. I'm not going to start some random fucking conversation with somebody and say, hey, well, what do you think about this? And then pretend to listen, and then, oh, okay, they're done. Okay, well, I think that um, this is what's going on, and blah, 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 blah. No. I like I just have no no energy, no desire to do that. That's the thing Finland has taught me so far. People don't mind just sitting in silence here. Oh, I'm starting to relish in that shit. I got that American small talk in my DNA where I just want to say something. Let's get something going. Dog, I will just sit there. In silence. Let you say something. You say something? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Nice. (laughs) I'm not feeding into anybody's bullshit. Nothing like that, man. But with all that said, with the anger thing, you know, I, I definitely, like I said, I've been angry. I can't. I can't, I you know, I'm angry at the fact that my seasons got canceled, even though I know in the ultimate grand scheme of things, it's all supposed to happen because it got me here. And even though some things with practice haven't gone exactly perfect here in terms of attendance, and I just have to remind myself we're four months away from the season. And so nobody else is even practicing. So what we get to do is actually just bonus on top of everything. But it still like will make me angry at times in combination with all this other shit that's going on. But I do have to remind myself, dude, life's pretty fucking good for you, bro. But with that said, I know I'm jumping back and forth right now. 
if you are feeling angry, which I think a lot of people deep down are, and I don't blame you, I'm right there with you, is just know it's okay. It's okay to be angry right now. Don't let it take you over. Same way as it's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay to be angry sometimes. It's okay to feel this shit. You know, we're, we're taught, and I, I'm guilty of this. I'm speaking to myself, as obviously there's nobody else in this fucking room. But I know how powerful my thoughts are, my words are, and so I never even want to say it sometimes. Because, oh, it'll multiply and stuff like that. But by then resisting it and suppressing it, it persists. What's the saying? If, if you resist it, it persists. I think it, there's a better one that rhymes a little bit more, but you, you get the gist. Ooh, that's a bar right there. And so it's okay to admit it. It's okay to say it. It's okay to feel it. It was so refreshing talking to my guy and, you know, I mean, he's gone through some shit and I can see he posted this on his, his dad passed away like three, four weeks ago. Hasn't been able to do a funeral yet because of the COVID stuff, you know, friends and family aren't able to visit because of that, you know, like he's not getting a chance to truly grieve how he wants to. And that shit made me fucking angry for him. And so I can only imagine how it is for him. And again, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth and everything like that. But it was one of the first conversations where, I mean, we've talked a lot. He's probably the dude I've talked to the most in the last five years on the phone. And, you know, I lived with him for three, four months couple years back you know we were two years in Portugal together I've talked a lot kept it really fucking real with this dude throughout my life and at a certain point (laughs) we're on the phone just fucking bawling not bawling but both crying and you know me I try and bring a little humor to some shit every now and then I was like well bro this is the first we've talked a lot of shit to each other but we've never cried with each other yet so this is kind of (laughs) cool But that's what I told him. I said, dude, it's okay. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be a little fucked up right now. It's okay. Don't fucking suppress it. Let her, Don't let it take you over at the same time, but express it. Because that shit can eat at you. And I feel better right now already just saying I've been fucking angry. And so I know not everybody has a podcast to admit they're angry, but talk to somebody you care about, man. If you do have some shit bottled up, don't let that shit truly, truly bottle up and explode. Let it slow release. You know what I'm saying? I've been close. I I can catch myself right now. I've been close to the explosion. And I also know myself a lot better. I'm growing older, like I said a couple episodes back. 
some shit that old Joey might have freaked out about. I've been able to be like, all right, just chill, dog, just chill. But it's still, I know, is pissing me off. Just got to slow release that that frustration. And we'll make it through. We're going to be all right, I think. That's something... That's something I think we need to hear more of. I know I need to hear more of it. And it's sometimes all I really want to hear is it's going to be all right. Because I don't know sometimes if I believe it to be straight up. I really don't. But to hear somebody else say it, to hear myself say it, is beneficial at times. So, I don't know. Call some people you love. Talk to them. If you got some shit boiling up inside of you, take it from me. It's let that out. Slow burn. Not all at once. But again, what I meant to say when I started saying that was... Ultimately, my life is pretty fucking good, bro. And I, and part of that and knowing that makes me feel guilty about being angry and about being sad and depressed at times. You know, I, I don't think I'm sad or depressed constantly, but at times I get that. We all do. But then I get this guilt on top of it because I'm thinking to myself, dude, shut the fuck up. Your life is good. I got a dope crib. I'm getting paid to throw a football. I get to go out to a bar. I don't have to wear a mask. My life is relatively normal. Shut the fuck up, Joey. That's what I tell you, know. And then, but that adds to the guilt because I should be feeling good. And I do. Don't get me wrong. I do feel good. But I'm saying in my times of lowness that it almost the guilt on top of that because of that adds to it. And so, like I said, no, man, my life's pretty fucking good, man. You know, comparative, comparatively speaking, nobody close to me has died. You know, I have a buddy who's he lives with who... His girl's been cheating on him. I don't have that. I just explained all the things I'm definitely happy about. Yeah, it could be better. But boy, it could be way worse. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. There was a little therapy session for the week, I think, right there. On the therapy note, though, if you want to do a fun little exercise to see how much you've grown and changed while also just giving you some incredible entertainment, go back through your IG DMs or Facebook or whatever. Instagram's what I did it on. And read your DMs from like two or three years ago that haven't been responded to in two or three years, meaning the conversation ended three years ago and you've never 
talked since then. If you're anything like me, you're going to be like, who the fuck is this person? Who's this girl? What? I said that? Oh, God, I'm a fucking idiot. Trust me, go back and do that. That's That was a fun one. I just accidentally did that. I had to search for a message because I knew I wanted to reconnect with somebody. And I knew I'd talked to him about a year ago. So I started scrolling through and found it. And then I was in too deep and I just had to keep scrolling, keep checking that out. And it got interesting. I, I, I don't have any screenshots to share or anything specific, but it was a lot of like, a lot of me DMing random girls with, I don't even know where I know them or how I found them with a little bit of Instagram clout. Me trying to get into DMs in the most lame way, just like, hey, smiley face, and just getting ignored. I mean, uh, there might have been a couple that worked, but majority speaking, ignored. <laughs> Let's see. I guess rehashing from last week with talking about the, the first LSD story, first LSD experience. At one point, I say that the homeless dude who was sitting next to me, once I opened my eyes, he looked over at me and said, it's so good to see you again, brother. And as I've been listening back to it, I said, you know, I don't know exactly. I haven't been able to, or in the moment, I said, I wasn't able to fully connect that. But that was a lie, not a lie on purpose, but something I just had forgotten about while I was telling the story that I wanted to talk about a little more that hasn't came up at all lately because the last three months here in Finland, there's like no homeless people. And so I'm never around it and I never experience it. But I've always had this weird connection I've felt with homeless people. And I've always kind of deep down inside either saw myself in them or knew that could be me one day. And I'm not saying I'm going to be homeless or I, I just, or maybe I used to be homeless in a past life or something. And so I just bring all of that up because when the guy looked over at me, it said that, that it's so good to see you again, brother. It was like, I'm getting chills as I say it right now. So I know I'm onto something. But we knew each other. And in the psychedelic realm, and Alex Jones actually talks about this on Flagrant 2 this week, but there's multiple dimensions, 12 dimensions to be exact, and I don't know shit really about this. But psychedelics essentially open you up to other dimensions. Sometimes we can comprehend it, sometimes we can't. And so... Obviously, I don't think this guy was on it or whatever, but there was some navigation through that because when he said that to me, it literally was as if he was my brother. 
and I understood exactly what he meant and I knew what he meant. It was, it's hard to explain and I don't think it's possible to explain actually. But I've just always felt this weird, deep connection with homeless people. My Twitter bio used to be something along the lines of my goal is to be the richest homeless man on earth. And that still kind of is true. You know, my my goal right now, I I guess I have a couple goals like long term, is I would like to get a van first and foremost self-sustaining van, solar power, all that kind of stuff, just to be able to travel around Europe. I don't know what the laws and regulations are in terms of doing some of that stuff or where the best place would be to get a license and insurance and registration. If anybody knows that's watching, please let me know because I will do that at some point. And so if I could get some free, quick information, that'd be helpful. But then the second goal, as I've talked about, is to get a small farm, or I should say small land, a small amount of land in Portugal, relatively close to the beach. I'd prefer a a walk to the beach, 10, 15, 20 minute walk, where I could have some plants, grow some tomatoes, grow some whatever. I know someone's going to interpret that as weed and that's, I'd probably like to grow weed. Don't get me wrong, but that's not exactly what I'm thinking at this point. Um, have some chickens, get some eggs from them, you know, occasionally probably kill one for some fucking good meat. You know, once I'm done playing or once I'm in that kind of scenario, I've gone through a couple vegan or almost vegan phases in my life and I truly feel that is there's something to it with the connection to the earth and I know that even with soy and other things animals are getting killed and so sometimes vegans have this hypocritical stance that oh I'm saving the animals and da 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 and like yeah to a degree you're not eating the animal but in order for soy fields to get produced squirrels and chipmunks and all kinds of little rodent rabbits they get fucking murdered big time and so it's like okay yeah you're not eating it but you're still by buying it you're contributing to these animals getting killed and that's kind of what you're against and so listen i got no problem but when people just be all like fucking hoity-toity about it that's where i have the problem but anyway My point of saying that is when I was doing the vegan thing and part of it was while I was in Nepal. And so the only meat that I ate while I was in Nepal, well, almost all of the meat that I ate, I had watched the animal get killed before I ate it. I didn't kill it myself, but I watched it get killed. And so part of me feels, and I guess I think I heard this from Colin actually, that If I'm going to eat meat, I think I should either have to kill it or watch it get killed. Simply from the fact of respect or accountability or responsibility. I'm not exactly sure what word is most correct there that I want to use. 
And so if, oh, damn it, I said and so, fuck. If I have that little land farm in Portugal, I have some chickens. I also thought I could have some sheep. I don't know what has came up on TikTok, but this sheep shearing account comes up and it looks really cool actually getting the wool off the sheep and you don't kill them and you get to kind of take care of them and they seem kind of friendly and it's a way to get a little bit of extra bread that I've thought okay I could have a couple sheep that I make some wool and make some socks or something I don't know <laughs> but whether it be chicken or in my mind my neighbor has some cows that I can trade some eggs and maybe wool for some cow meat or we go hunting get some deer you know I, I don't know where I'm gonna go at this point you know but I think like I said the idea that I need to kill it so whether it be deer I think there's deer in Portugal I'm sure there is that's how I would eat meat and also once I'm done playing ball the absolute necessity I think of eating meat will be less because I I don't think that the vegan diet is the most healthy thing possible simply from a, a frequency standpoint and what I mean is I'm not going to explain this perfectly and fact check me if you want essentially all the food we eat has a frequency and so if an uh, animal lives a really shitty life and gets slaughtered in a really bad way it's going to have a really bad frequency and then you're ingesting that which then affects your frequency yada yada and so vegetables can't have as low of a frequency as animals can because they don't experience that same kind of pain and thoughts and abuse again i don't know if i'm using the right word just fucking go with me all right you can call me a liar if you want to call me out that's fine um, damn it. I said, um, but animals meat can be on a range of, I'm just using some numbers I think are right, but they might not be right from 200 to 1200, the scale of frequency. I don't know if it's Hertz or what exactly they use. I should look this stuff up more before I do it and talk about it, but I know it to be true and it's all that really fucking matters. So if you are really curious, I can point you in the right direction. Send me a message. I know the person to read all of this stuff from, but I'm not going to sit here and do some fucking super educational thing. But fruits and vegetables, their range is like 500 to 800 Okay, and so <clears throat> if your diet consisted of really shitty meat, it would be much better to be vegan where you're not eating any meat simply from the frequency standpoint because shitty meat is 200 to 400, 200 to 500, whatever. And good vegetables is 500 to 1,000, let's say. But if you have some good meat, you can get as high as 1,200, 1,300 around there. So essentially some really, really good meat that's been killed in the right way, treated right. You know, a deer that's in the wild that you shoot in the perfect way and it literally doesn't even know it dies because it just fucking dies. 
has a higher frequency than the best grown, most organic vegetables. And so in that way, that's where I know, and I know some of the vegetables and fruits we're getting in the stores are low quality shit. And it, cause it all also depends on where, how close you are to the equator. There's a lot of shit that goes into this. I'm no expert, but I've read enough to be able to bullshit about it, I guess. So what am I even talking about right now? I guess I am a little drunk. This is my third beer of the night. Let's go, Alex Jones. But I know that the, in closing, I know that the vegan diet, once I get onto this farm, I'm going to grow my own shit, eggs, kill a chicken or two here and there. But the meat that I get is going to be that high quality shit. And so because of that, I won't need to eat a ton of it all day, every day. That's what I'm getting at. All right. Where did that even come up? I don't even have anything. In, oh, connection to homeless people. That's how I got there, huh? Well, mark that one off. What else? I guess right now I've thought about it that at this current state of time, it would suck and also at the same time be so awesome to be 20 years old. And I'm only 30, you know, don't get me wrong. But what I mean by that is 10 years ago, I was super into video games, Call of Duty, 2K, all that stuff. And I was fucking good. I had a screenshot come up on Facebook, a memory thing where I went 30 and two in some college and I was killing it. I mean, we were playing a lot. And so why it would be awesome is with Twitch and with streaming, with all those kind of things right now, it's possible that you could just make money from video gaming and it was in your mind. And obviously it's still possible. I could still do it. I think about it every now and then because the new Call of Duty looks super fun. I mean, 2K, I was so fucking good at that people would have paid to watch me play if Damn, I got some farts tonight. Sorry, guys. Sorry, mom. And But I was good enough at 2K that people would watch me play and talk shit to guys. Especially, man, I would played with the, the Knicks, with Mello and JR, and I'd just fucking bust threes. Or I'd play with the Nuggets even before Mello went to the uh, Knicks. And just same thing with JR. And I'd talk shit. Because I just bang threes in 21 dudes real quick. And so, you know, I've told the story before that I hustled dudes in JUCO because I was the unassuming white dude that could play 2K really good. I could rap a little. I think you heard that a couple episodes back. You know what I'm saying? And, but nowadays, if I was killing it on 2K and talking shit to people, and had my camera and it's just this like goofy looking little white boy. I'd be able to do something or playing COD, talking shit, you know. And so in that way, I, it would be awesome to be 20 right now. Because those opportunities are so there and so readily available. And so when I hear 
these 20 year olds or young kids that play video games and then I, my next question i'm some old guy i'm like, so do you stream they'll be like no i'm like why the fuck not well i, I don't know and i i also understand that streaming and being successful at that is more predicated on your personality than it is your ability but ability the better you are ability wise the less personality you need you know vice versa so in that way it'd be sick to be 20 right now but then on the flip side imagine someone who's just turned 21 in the last year depending on where they're at or even 18 in some European countries and haven't been able to go to the bar yet and haven't had a true social life and don't even know. And I know it's only been a year or whatever right now, but this could continue to go on depending on the place and the country and stuff. And so they're just missing out on some really fucking fun years. I'm sure they'll still be able to do some stuff after, but thinking back to when I was 20 at JUCO, (laughs) the parties we had, I mean, we had a probably, I don't know, 700 square foot apartment, 800 square, maybe. We'd get like 60 people in there. I mean, just packed. For my European listeners, I think 700 square foot is like, 40 square meters or something like that. It's like a one bedroom, basically. We'd get 60 people in the fucking living room. And fucking... (laughs) Shit was so fun, bro. Oh my God, it was fun. And just the idea of like going to a bar now. Or a, a packed bar. You see videos... Well, Florida's open. Texas is open. I think Florida was doing this last weekend, actually. But I've seen old videos of myself and friends of being in a club, which I don't like clubs at all. But I just, I would want to go to a fucking club right now just to do it. Just to squeeze through and fucking. Shit would be fun. But no, that's why it would suck to be 18, 21 right now because you don't you've never even experienced that yet. And so I I know at some point it'll change. I hope it does. But maybe it won't. And so maybe they missed out on it. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Or I, I hope that's not true, because I'm not predicting that, so I wouldn't be wrong. I just I hope that's not true. <laughs> Okay, I think I can save this one for next week. I think I can save that one for next week because I'm not feeling that one. Then we can get into some a little bit of Finnish European stuff. And I guess this one of them will cover all bases. But it's really funny to me when people wear the Carhartt beanie. And they wear it so that the logo is just like, bam, right in the center. Like this. Hold on. Oh, like this. Yeah, dog. That Carhartt, that logo, 
Like, yeah, this beanie is just a normal ass beanie, but peep the Carhartt logo. You know, maybe one guy gets a little crooked, but you can just tell some people that are rocking it. And listen, I love Carhartt beanies. I like Carhartt itself when I wear my Carhartt beanie. It's like this. Because I don't give a fuck whether you know it's Carhartt or you don't. And so the people I'm making fun of right now are the same people that probably would love to wear Ed Hardy shirts back in the day, who probably used to wear a Von Dutch hat at some point. Is the brand and logo prostitutes. That's the thing I've never gotten with clothing. Huge reason I love Lululemon is they don't print their logo big on it at all. Because for a, a, a brand like that, you know, eventually I think I'm going to have some merch and stuff, shirts for the podcast and the brand itself. And this is slightly different in my opinion. You can tell me I'm wrong. But for a brand like Nike or Adidas or Polo, whoever, you're literally paying money to buy their clothes to then be walking advertisements for them. And you have no stake. You don't know Ralph Lauren. You don't know Scooter, whatever the fuck his name is at Nike. You don't know whatever Nazi guy is at Adidas. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, I had to do that. You don't know any of these guys. So it'd be different. This is why it's different than if, say, you buy a Living for a Living t-shirt. with The emblem will be very small. Because you know me. So you're supporting me. You don't know Nike. You don't know Tommy Hilfiger. You're just doing it because it's like this reputation thing that, oh, look at me. And I'm sure I have some stuff. And listen, throughout the years, I used to be polo guy back in middle school. All these things. But the Carhartt beanie thing has now become super obvious and something that Carhartt used to be a little bit more underground in a way or truly hipster in the sense that not that many people knew about it. I mean, Carhartt started as, I mean, still is like a workman's brand where if you're going to lay some concrete or you're going to go hunting you had Carhartt, but now it's become this like cool thing that again, it used to be cool, but underground, truly hipster. Now it's mainstream cool. And I see some people just rocking the Carhartt beanie with the logo, just like, Hey, check me out. Big Nike, you know? And so I don't know, maybe I'm just hating, but it's an observation I had. All right, my last couple things have to do with Europe, one in Finland, and then just Europe in general. I think I'll go Europe first. Is while I agree, or how should I say it? Well, I think Europe has a lot of advantages over the United States. A lot of advantages, don't get me wrong. The one thing that they do not have figured out here is toilets. 
and I mean this shit sucks literally the toilets here I don't know if we just need to put a little bit more water just a teeny fucking bit of more water so that every time I take a shit I don't have to fucking scrub the bowl that would be great because seriously every time here no matter big little hard wet whatever sorry for too much information Every fucking time in Europe you take a shit, you have to scrub the bowl. In the United States, for all you Europeans, I've scrubbed the bowl maybe one time in my life, ever. You scrub it when you're cleaning it, when your mom makes you clean it, you got to scrub it. But post-shit scrub, never. And so... That's, that's something that I've, has been on my mind for a long time. Along with the showers, most countries don't have showers figured out, although I guess it's, that's a case-by-case basis. But toilets is almost unanimous. Rarely is there a toilet in Europe where you shit and you don't have to scrub afterwards, and that needs to change. I know. You're going to say, well, we're saving water. We're more eco-friendly than the wasteful Americans. I don't fucking care. Let's waste this much water. I don't want fucking shit water splashing up on me every goddamn time I take a shit. All right. I think I got that out of my system. And then my last thing regard, regarding Finland is that Finnish people love cross-country skiing, and I don't get it at all. I understand cross-country skiing on the mountain. Like, I grew up snowboarding at the local resort in Washington, and people would go down the mountain on cross-country skis. The idea of cross-country skiing on flat ground is fucking retarded. It's literally like more difficult walking. And I don't know, there was some championship a week or two ago or whatever. These Finnish people are losing their minds over it. I'm like, what? This takes no skill. Give me two years, I could probably be the best at this shit. Probably not, but I'm going to put that in TikTok so people will fucking be mad in the comments. But the idea of just this, like, is so stupid. And the fact that people think it's a, that's, that's, on flat ground, that is a hobby. That is not a sport. If you want to make it a sport, you go to ice skating. This, this is like people who say walking or speed walking is a sport. And someone's going to say, well, they're speed walking in the Olympics. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. <laughs> oh. All right. I got anything else? Let me take a couple sips of beer here. Let my, let my mind wander. Check my retweets real quick. If you're still listening at this point, comment something saying you're listening at this point. Tell me I'm stupid. Yeah, do that. Tell me I'm stupid. 
Send people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me I'm stupid if you're still listening at this point. Ooh, I guess I got one that for the 14%. Right now, I think I'm at about 14% retention by the last 10 minutes or about an hour in. You know, I've been dating a little, or no, I can't even say dating. I've been talking to some girls while I've been in Finland. And for the most part, it's been strictly physical and not very, um, what's the word, fulfilling. I mean, I've been fulfilling, but... (laughs) Sorry, mom. Um, but you know, it hasn't been <laughs> very fulfilling from the emotional standpoint. And anyway, this last week or I don't know, a few days ago, five days ago, a week ago, I don't fucking know. A girl came over and she was older. She's like 31, 32 or something. So a little bit older than me. And we talked and I like, had some real conversation And it's the first time I've been actually truly intrigued in someone. I mean, with the, that matches my maturity, matches these kind of things. And she just came over for a glass of wine and then had to leave. She was tired. And I was kind of like, well, maybe she's bullshit. And maybe she wasn't that interested. I don't, it's hard to tell sometimes. I've been ghosted. I've been... I have some stories that I could get into from the past that you never really know. And so we were talking. I said, yeah, I'd like to see you again. I'm pretty fucking straightforward at this point. If I'm interested, if if it's just whatever, then I'm not playing games. But I, I'm finally to the point where I will ignore text messages or I'll re- leave people on read. Not to be a dick, but just because I don't have anything to say. But I told, you know, I was straight out, hey, I'm intrigued. I'd like to meet you again. Yeah, well, what's your schedule like this week? Because I can hang out Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon. And normally for me during the week, I can only hang out on the weekend or at night. And I told her that and she said, oh, well, okay, maybe the weekend then. And I was like, man, this chick's full of shit. She doesn't have one night this week where she can hang out. And so that I, I was starting to kind of assume that, but I'm still intrigued. And we get to talk, and I said, well, hey, I made an exception. I was like, I could, I could, I'll go to the gym at a different time. I'll change my schedule on Wednesday if you want to hang out Wednesday afternoon. And she said, okay. And we kind of talk a little bit here and there. And at one point, she drops the line that, like, I'm here with my little ones. And I was like, by little ones you mean kids and in her tinder profile to be fair it's all in Finnish. it said something about children is full and house house i i can't even remember it was it, the way it got translated it was written in like a fucking riddle and so i didn't think it meant she actually had kids i thought it was like this like Finnish gets translated really weird sometimes. And so a lot of it, it feels like a riddle. I've had some fucking Tinder profile say the jar of olives in the fridge is mine. 
And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And the girl was like, it just means I like olives. I was like, okay, you're a fucking loser. And <laughs> and so anyway, she was like, yeah, I was hoping you had read my Tinder profile, but obviously not. And I said, well, I did, but I thought it was a riddle, so sorry. But actually, it's not the first hot mom that I've been interested in and dated. But anyway, the whole point of me bringing that up was just the irony of it that the one person I've been semi-intrigued in or one of, I'm sure there's one more, in the last, I don't know, year, a little less than a year when I broke up and left with my girlfriend, my ex. I find out she has kids. And but it was also funny because here I am thinking, man, this girl's kind of full of shit. Blah blah blah. She can't hang out on the weeknights. Come to find out, ah, yeah, motherfucker, she's got kids. That's why she can't hang out on the weeknights. She's doing this thing calling being a mom. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So that's where I'm at, everybody. We had we had a good conversation after that. Very straightforward. If I know somebody's got other shit in their life like that, and I'm interested, as I said, I will be very straightforward. Because I ain't trying to waste my time, I ain't trying to waste their time. Especially with a the mom, they got other people's time on their hands. So that's where we're at. All right. I wonder if I can edit this under an hour. If not, a little bit over an hour. What's a, what's a good timing for you guys? I know I've already told you to tell me I'm stupid or whatever. Tell me, is this too long at an hour? Would it be better at 45 minutes? Could I go to an hour 15? What's the ideal time for you guys? Because I can I can adjust it a little bit here and there. Obviously, I am doing this for myself, but... Man, the responses I've gotten so far from people has been really cool. And I know there's a group of maybe 20 to 40 of you that tune in pretty regularly, which I'm super grateful for. So just please keep me in the loop with what's on your mind and what suits and works best for you. Because like I said, it is for me, but I want to make it best for you too. So let's, let's negotiate. Let's have a nice little, a true relationship, be communicate, have some communication and we'll meet in the middle. All right. Till next time. Peace and much love. Holla. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs>